the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1220 KDOW presents Money 2.0. Money 2.0. Now, shedding light on your portfolio and helping you make it grow. Here's certified financial planner and Money 2.0 host, Chad Burton. Welcome into Money 2.0. I'm your host, Chad Burton, certified financial planner. My favorite part to do in the show is when I hear from you, you can... Call the show, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. If you have a money question as a CFP, training in taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, investing, pretty much any money question besides the individual stock, buy, hold, or sell, you can save that for the morning show, Rob Black, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on this station. Speaking of that, i got a couple events to tell you about that I'm doing with Rob. First of all, on Wednesday, August 1st, we're doing a casual deal it's going to be at Miss Pearl's Restaurant. It's actually Miss Pearl's Restaurant and Lounge in Jack London Square in Oakland. So we're going to be there on August 1st. you want to find out more about that, you can go to kdow.biz or Rob's site, rob at robblack.com. And uh, nice casual event. If you've got uh, portfolios you want second opinions on, I invite you to bring those two, hand them to me, and I'll get back to you on what I think of them. And also, the following day on August 2nd, Thursday, August 2nd, Rob and I are going to be at the Crown Plaza in Foster City from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's really all things retirement. We call it a wealth preservation retirement planning event. Another name for it really is retirement boot camp. It takes you through everything you need to know. If you're about to live off of your assets, whether it's young and you get you know stock option jackpot, big inheritance, close to retirement, in retirement, you're trying to figure out how to manage your wealth, that's for you. So you can sign up. You can go to chadburton.com or robblack.com to do that. But if you're listening to the show, the Monday show, or listening to the podcast, which is available on iTunes now as well, you can uh, shoot me an email, chad at chadburton.com, and I'll put you on the list for free if you're listening to the show. So let's get into the markets, talk about where we're gonna, some of the topics today. First of all, the markets. I'm going to sum up the attitude of the day with was really what was the closing line of briefing.com's page one report. Now, briefing.com is one of my favorite sites to kind of get up super early, get a look at kind of what happened overseas, what the reports are before the market opens, and just a general kind of summation of all that with their page one report. You can check it out at briefing.com. And the end line of the report today was, the recent quiet upward drift in the market may be over. Near-term downside risks have increased. So... It's not that often that I see uh, briefing.com go kind of more to the negative side, but they did today. And center stage was Spain, the Spanish stock market off over 7% since last Friday. Friday, last Friday was down about 5% in the day. Spanish bond yields spiked again today. 10 year government notes up 7.45%. And the fact is, is that earnings reports really haven't been that good. 
you keep hearing these beat expectations, beat expectations, but and it has. 67% of the companies reported earnings that have beaten estimates, but 57% of the companies that are reported so far have reported revenue below expectations. So they've won by cost cutting, but their revenue is below expectations. And even though earnings are on track for about a 6% growth this quarter from last, on a year when you're comparing it to the same quarter last year, uh, revenue is likely to come in at a growth of 1%. So that's not a good thing all in all. You've got to have growing revenues. You can't just have the, the bottom line number growing in, in, ter- in terms of cutting costs. I am a bit amazed, though, that you know with profit margins as high as they are, that companies are continuing to come in and, and control their costs like they have been. It kind of shows you the health of companies and how lean and mean these companies are running since 2007. I mean, they've cut costs, they've trimmed the fat, and they're very, very good at these types of issues. So if we get any solution to either one, our fiscal tax cliff or or just our tax cliff here in the U.S., because remember we have big, big, huge tax increase in government spending cuts that will kick in in January. In addition, we have the debt ceiling debate that will kick in right after the elections. And that debt ceiling debate which is the debate on how much the government can raise the, the limit on the debt ceiling because we continue to borrow more and borrow more and borrow more and bump up against that, that ceiling. That was what caused the low in the market last summer. And so here's the deal. We've had several months now here where the consumer spending has fallen off, and now we're seeing revenues be flatlining here. This current administration and Congress needs to realize if they do not deal with these problems, we were, we're going to be looking at potentially another recession. But I think it's going to be dealt with. I don't think you know, if Obama has any chance and you know what to, to try to get reelected, they've got to come up with something so we don't you know, go into the elections without, with all of this uncertainty. Because here's the deal. Europe's debt crisis is going to be with us for a long, long time, many, many years to come. I think that the only thing that would change that to say, okay, they're going to deal with it on a much quicker basis is if you have a big Spanish or Italian or even a, a, a bank in France fail that says, okay, we've got to deal with this right now. They've already shored up Spanish banks, but they haven't really come to the table with a plan on a long-term deal, like a long-term euro bond type of a situation that that deals with this problem over a 30-year period, and then they stimulate growth and forget about the austerity for now. So, and again, recessions aren't, recessions happen. It's not something that says you need to be 100% in cash. Absolutely not, because you can't time the market. Uh, But, you know, if you're overweight and small and mid-cap, you're probably going to be not in the right place if we do continue this slow growth situation. So it's really kind of the globalized companies that pay a decent dividend as we kind of trade sideways throughout all of this. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. Companies that the, the companies can manage short-term earnings better than revenue. So the lousy revenue trend is bad news and that indicates underlying fundamentals at most companies are kind of stalling out. It's It's not a situation where where it's a, tr- a trend yet because of the uncertainty. It's just holding everybody back from spending. In fact, I'll tell you in a minute, I was just reading about uh, uh, Texas Instruments. They're really saying that orders have just really slowed a lot because they, don't, they, they think everybody's just kind of stalling. I'll get to that in a second. 
Also controlling the markets this morning was McDonald's. They kind of set the tone. Profits and revenue below expectations. Year-over-year no, year revenue growth, when you looked at the quarter, up only 0.2%. Um, they, you know, currency exchange didn't ch- help them out as much. Same-store sales in the U.S. slowed. Um, again, it's showing a little bit about the consumer here and overseas. Still good company. It just It's kind of at the top end of its, its trading range. It's a stock that I own trimmed a while back because it was getting expensive. It was getting to the point of price to sales and and all these other issues that we look at though. So, okay, it's time to trim it. It's going to go through a rough patch and here we are. No big deal. You make investment decisions because of three to five years out, not because of what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, Really no economic reports today. Second quarter GDP, we're going to, it's going to be released on Friday. So, you know, we're going to be looking at 1.2% annual rate of increase in real GDP based on what uh, estimates are out there for now. So just barely cruising along in growth. Not recession yet because the recession is three quarters in a row of negative. Still growing but, but anemic. And we're not growing enough jobs to make up for anything else but the population coming into the workforce right now. Uh, going to be a lot more in his reports this week. But really 11 of the top 20 market cap stocks already reported. And really, the top names in technology and financial stocks are already out, um, except for really like IBM and Wells Fargo. Well, actually, those are two both out. Those are already out. Really, okay, the one I was going to talk about is Apple. That's tomorrow after the close. And that's going to be interesting because you've got kind of a situation where this, you get this pent-up demand for a phone that hasn't come out yet. So we'll, put, we'll see how many people have put off buying an iPhone until the iPhone 5 comes out. Because why would you want, like, for example, a Verizon customer, why would you want to buy an iPhone 4S that's not 4G when you can wait a little bit longer and get that 5 that would be? And also today, you know, midday we received news that Germany, the Netherlands, and Luxembourg's AAA credit, so their credit rating outlooks were lower to negative by Moody's Investor Services because of rising uncertainty about Europe's debt crisis. No doubt. I love these. The credit services, the rating services, Moody's, S&P, were pretty much nowhere in 2007. Now they're trying to come out way ahead of the game. It's almost making them look even more stupid, I guess you could say. Everybody just kind of makes fun of it at this point. Um, it is, like I mentioned on Rob's show, who when I was on with him Friday morning, um, so Somebody that I respect, John Molden, is a guy that he uh, is talking about France and, and worried about France and that people aren't talking about it as much. And that's why when investing, there's a lot of attractive buys out there, but I'm still staying real light in the world of financials, especially when I'm doing my international investing. Because if something does happen, even if you're in a good company, it will have that systemic issue that will follow it down. So if you're looking for good funds overseas... I would make sure that you're a little bit light in financials. And what that'll mean is if you have a good quarter where financials kind of rally on a trade up, on a kind of a momentum issue, you might underperform a little bit. But when you're dealing with larger dollars, you have to think in terms of capital preservation. So upside potential and downside risk. And it's risk-adjusted returns that you're going for in the long run. Energy shares slump today because of fears of global slowdown. That's okay. You've got kind of the fears of a global slowdown working against all of this garbage that's going on in the Middle East right now. Some nasty, nasty news again over the weekend from all over the Middle East, really. Let's just face it. So still, I think some attractive buying opportunities will come in those areas. 
because again, you're making those investments. You're trying to pick up shares when nobody wants them, when you're looking for three to five years out. With the idea that the U.S. will deal with the fiscal tax cliff issues and eventually Europe will slowly deal with this, their credit issue. That's what we all hope. So got to look at this positive. And uh, speaking in terms of oil, China's Sinook, Sinook, I can never pronounce it right, unveiled a $15.1 billion pack to acquire Canada's Nexen, and that's N-E-X-E-N. And it's probably not a company you hear much about here in the U.S., but that would be Beijing's biggest move to acquire a foreign company yet. Another stock that's interesting today, being a Pete's Coffee nut, I do not like Starbucks coffee. I, I, when I go there, I get tea typically. But Pete's coffee, I love. I, nef- I never even used to like coffee. I was always a tea drinker until I went into a Pete's coffee. Love it. Well, up 27.8% today, striking a deal to be acquired by uh, Joey Breck. I can't even say the name. Anyways, Pete's Coffee is going to be acquired for $1 billion. Cisco Systems preparing to lay off 1,300 workers, which is about 2% of the workforce. Largest maker of computer, uh, computer network equipment warned that growing economic uncertainty is making it tougher to close sales with its customers. Again, so we'll probably see another thing. And they're going to report, I think, August 15th about uh, revenue issues. If you want to get your calls in the air, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Money 2.0 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in to Money 2.0. Real quickly before I forget to mention it again, Wednesday, August 1st, Rob and I are going to be at uh, a casual event. It's going to be... I got it. I, it's going to be at Miss Pearl's Restaurant and Lounge. So casual event. Check it out. KDOW.biz or robblack.com. And then Thursday, Crown Plaza, Foster City, for a retirement planning event. If you want free tickets, just email me, chat at chadburton.com. And today on the show, I'm going to talk a couple of issues today. I got an email from Russ about rolling an IRA over into an investment condominium. I've got some topics on divorce today and also indexing versus active management. But I hope I don't even get to them. I hope I get to go to the phones all the time, 800-516-1220, if you want to get your calls in the air. Right now, we've got Joyce on the line from Santa Clara. Joyce, how are you? Oh, I'm just fine. I wanted Good. to ask you this question. Um, I know that you and Rob uh, Black talk about this um, uh, once in a while. You don't, you, don't, uh, you don't, like, talk for a solid 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And I'm, t- I'm talking about people that, uh, and they are in my family, that um, don't know, okay, they're in their early 40s, uh, 41, uh-huh. and they do not know that you have to have an X amount of money saved by the time you're that age. Yeah. And um, yeah. they have a lot of money to spend, you know, on knickknacks and, you know, vacations, Disneyland. Uh, all kinds of things for children, and they they don't really save money. Oh, yeah. I would like I'd, I would like either you or Rob Black, and he sort of has touched 
on that subject. The thing is that I want to sift them down and and have them listen to a good solid 15, at least 15 minutes of of what of of what they should have, you know, at the at the age that they are. Yeah. Yep. You know, one of the best articles that I've seen on this, Joyce, because what it you were so what you're saving frustrating, frustrating to be around them and see all this going on. I yeah. tell my daughter, you know, have you got, have you, have you, do you have an, an IRA yet? You know, she doesn't work, but he does. She says, oh, no, I'm going to get one, Mom. And, you know, before you know it, the years, I mean, my husband and I had a lot, a lot saved by the time right. we were that age. They haven't even started. Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous because and the, 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 the biggest mistake that people make it's not in the investments they choose. You could put your head down, and I don't care, put it in an index fund for the rest of your life. But waiting to save I know. is and the biggest that mistake the market, that people make. Now that they hear all of this news, they think, oh, why should I be doing that now? Listen to the news. You know, it, it would be silly to do it now. They, they, yep, they, yep. They've just got it all wrong. It's all I well, Joyce, thanks, thanks for the call. Let me hit a couple of topics on this, and um, I can also offer to send you a link to a Morningstar article, article that, you know, this was written back in 2007, but it's still relevant. Because, you know, Rob talks about, for example, in the mornings that if you don't have $10,000 saved up by the time you're X age, you're probably not going to be able to retire at a certain point. It, it's relative to income, though. It's always relative to income. So I can't give people a dollar figure that they're supposed to have saved by the time they're 35 or 40 or whatever. I can tell you that if you don't start saving 10 to 15% of the pay from the day you start working, let's say it's 22 or whatever, you are already behind. You are already behind and stop sticking your head in the sand and expecting everybody else in the world to take care of you. How do you think we got into this debt crisis? It's that kind of stupid attitude that's out there. Here's a financial checkup for you right now if you're driving down the road. If you're putting more money into your car payment for your BMW than you're putting into your 401k, you're probably going to work till the day you die. You are probably going to work to the day you die. So grab that steering wheel right now and ask yourself if it's worth it. I, I mean, seriously, it's, it, this is an issue where younger people have to realize, like, maybe it's like Sweden where, you know what, they took away the pensions for the younger people because it wasn't working anymore. It's up to the younger people to do some sort of mandatory contributions so that they save for themselves. I am seeing situations where if people want, you know, if they're, if they're 40 years old, they haven't saved a dime. And they're making $100,000 a year and they want to retire at 65 with 80% of their income, they're going to have to save, start saving today 25 to 35% of their income to get 80% of their income by the time they're 65. How, how possible is that for most families to save 35 to 40% of their income? I used to give an example when I was doing 401k workshops to help people educate them for 401ks. It was never a moneymaker, it was just to help people out. And I would give an example that. You want a million dollars by the time you're 65, which is not really enough to retire these days, you'd have to save $2,000 a year. But if you waited until you're 35, you'd have to save $4,500, two and a half times as much per year to get there. It's a huge cost. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you want to get your calls in there, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. If you've got comments or money questions, we'll be right back. 
Now, back to Money 2.0 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome into Money 2.0. I'm your host, Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. You can have a chance to catch the entire show. You can now go to even iTunes, the podcast section, type in Chad Burton. You can actually get the podcast and some of the other stuff that I do with Rob. So check that out. Speaking of that, I'll be with Rob Wednesday, August 1st for a casual event at Miss Pearl's Restaurant and Lounge. That's in um, Jack London Square in Oakland. So check that out. And then the following night, Thursday, August 2nd, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., all about retirement, a very uh, educational event on retirement planning. If you want free tickets, just email me, chat at chadburton.com. But let's go to the phones right now. We've got Ron on the line in Oakland. By the way, if you want to get your calls in the air, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Hey, Ron, what you got? Hey, I've got a question about my 401k. Um, when the next... Uh Five to six years, they cost forcing all of us out. And I was saying, with this short amount of time, what should be my allocation should be? Um, you're you're going to cash everything out in, no, in how long? No, they're going to force us out. But right now, um, right now, I just want to say, well, you know, I can get a second opinion. You know, what should my allocation should be? Well, when they force you out, all that you're going to do is roll it over to an IRA. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, your, your asset allocation isn't going to change just because they're going to force you guys out. Okay. So what you'll be able to do, what will happen is if are they, they closing the company down? They're closing the plan down? What's going on? Yeah, look, that, uh, look that, well, they want us to leave now. <laughs> um, they, they... Oh, are you like in a cash balance pension plan? No, no. Uh, right now they... Right now they... Um... Oh, they oh. offer. Oh, wait a minute. I know what you're going. I know what's going on, Ron. Are they offering everybody kind of like severance options or early retirement packages? Yeah, get, you know, get the beep out. Just get lost. You know, <laughs> what they've been, you know. But I don't have to age, Chad. Um, I um, I kind of asked you this before, I think. But um, but uh, I think, but when six years, I will have to age. Uh, you know, I will have the minimum age. So I was saying, should I fit uh, on? On between these next five to six years, should I be more heavy on stock? Still, should I should be cutting them, cutting back on the? No, it, nothing should change it because uh, you know your asset allocation is determined by your age, your risk tolerance, and when you want to retire. Yeah. So because you have an upcoming event where the company is going to basically close down a retirement plan and force everybody to take the cash or allow you to roll into an IRA, what you'll be able to do is then roll it over into an IRA okay. and redo your asset allocation just like it is the day it, it liquidates. Most of the time, there's only like a, anywhere from a three to seven day period where you're out of the market when you do a 401k or pension plan rollover to an IRA. So it, it, you don't let this upcoming event make your determination. The only thing that you need to plan for is that your job may be changing in five to six years, which says most families need six months of expenses in cash. Yeah. You should accumulate at least a year's worth of expenses in cash if you plan on going back to work because it could take you some time to find a job. That's done. So the yeah. other option, that, you know, the other financial planning issue that you should deal with right now as well is, you know, there's a life-changing event coming up, and one of the biggest things that you need to look at in your financial plan is cash flow is king. So is there something you can do in terms of, your training, your education, your your resume, your career education that can help you make more money when you're kind of forced into the next step of life. 
Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to hire some 50-year-old-something old man by that time. Though. Well, see, that's the thing. You need a makeover. You need to have no gray hair, do some P90X and get into shape, and, and look like you're 35. <laughs> my hair hire a all, personal trainer. <laughs> my head is all gone, Chad. I think we just good. Because <laughs> they can't ask you your age. Make your resume look, you know, that's why you need, if, you gotta, if you're older, you get a professional person to do your resume so it doesn't look like you've been working forever and ever because then they can tell how old you are (laughs) and they can't they can't ask you in the interview and i tell you what the bay area is supposedly liberal as it's supposed to be i find the most age discrimination in the bay area we're up and down the west coast yeah you know and uh in terms of clients so yeah, be careful of that age discrimination. But, Ron, thanks for the call. I appreciate uh, it. Chad, one more question, please, you know, Mike? Sure. Uh, Chad, um, about the risk, I know you like public risk better than the private risk. Uh, on the risk investment, why get, like, a Schedule K-1 or one of those funny schedules when I, when I can invest in risk? Um, I'll talk about REITs right after the break. Well, okay. actually, oh, we've got 30 seconds or so. Uh, no, on on. Publicly traded REITs, uh-huh. real estate investment trusts, you're not going to get a K-1. You get a, It's involved in your 1099. Okay. But as I've mentioned on some previous shows, REITs are getting very extended right here. Yes, yes. Um, so I would not be overweighting in REITs right now. If you got you know 15% run-up from the beginning of the year on your REITs, I'd take some of the gains off the table at least and reallocate, potentially look for some overseas areas. So okay. if you want to get your calls in the air, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. If you want to email me, chat at chat. Burton.com. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Hey, Barry. Thanks for listening to Money 2.0 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back into Money 2.0. I'm your host, Chad Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. Wow, crazy echo in my ears. When you're on radio and an echo hits your ears, it's like turns your brain to mush immediately. (laughs) Sorry about that. A couple of events. Uh, First of all, again, I want to tell you about Wednesday, August 1st. We're going to start doing this with Rob Black. I'm going to call it Black Wednesdays. I think it's the first Wednesday of every month is what we've got set aside now. This is August 1st. Miss Pearl's Restaurant and Lounge, Jack London Square, 4 to 6 p.m., casual event. If you do bring printouts of your holdings to your portfolio, portfolios of 250000 or more, if you want to hand it to me at the event, I can take it back, have my group of five CFPs analyze it and give you some feedback on it. Check that out. And then the following day, we'll be in Foster City for Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning, 6 to 9 p.m. That one you do have to sign up for. And you can sign up at robblack.com, chadburton.com, or shoot me an email if you're listening to Monday's show or the podcast, which you can find on iTunes. Just go to iTunes podcast section and type in Chad Burton. You can see it. Um, but if you email me, chad at chadburton.com, we'll put you on the list for free. And also, if you want another email, and a call earlier in the show about national savings rate, you know, what's, what are you supposed to have saved up by various ages? Like, is there a magic number? By age 30, you have to have 60000 Or by age 40, 300000 It really is dependent on your income. What you're trying to do is replace your income when you retire. And because you typically get about 10 to 20% of your, social security, of your income replaced by Social Security, you need the rest from yourself. And so the longer that you wait, the dumber that you are. You are. It is. It's the fact. If you're, if you're sitting there buying and continuing to upgrade your home, continuing to buy new cars every three years, 
continuing to take vacations that are ridiculously expensive and you're not maxing out your 401k, I don't want to take care of you. I do not want to live in an entitlement world where I have to take care of people that didn't work as hard or save as hard. So I, I don't mind that everybody has health care in a sense as long as they worked hard. I don't mind it at all. But what you have to do is be realistic about how much you're supposed to be saving. And I will send you – this is an article. I can send you a link. This, it's, I actually found it really quickly when I searched for it. But um, it's a Morningstar article, and it was by uh, Roger Ibbotson. Or he was a big contributor to it. Um, it's Ibbots and Associate was kind of the main asset allocation uh, chartists and, and feedback and uh, great group. I think they were purchased by Morningstar. But it's this is back in 2007, but it's still relevant because it kind of gives you different ages. And it says if you're making X number of dollars and you're 50 and you want to replace 80% of it, you need to save 50% of your income for the next 15 years, for example. So it gives you that type of a checkpoint. And, you know, when people say, well, I don't want to invest because things have been so tough. First of all, balanced portfolios has still averaged over six and a half, seven percent over the last 10 years, despite the bubbles that we've gone through. Second of all, if you want to be smart and make a lot of money, be like Warren Buffett, invest when other people are fearful. And then this article to get people kind of kickstarted in the right direction. So... <clears throat> Yeah, it's tough. If you want to get your calls in the air, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Also, what's interesting is I talk about this, and you know, I'm sure you know we've talked about it with Ray Fry before, one of the other Money 2.0 team members. Of He does reverse mortgages, and I look at a reverse mortgage as a very useful plan B tool. In other words, if you get to a point where you haven't saved enough and you can't work anymore or something happened in life where – you know, you can't go back to work. You have what you have, and a lot of your equities in your home. A reverse mortgage is something that you can think about. Also, something that you can think about, and you should, is moving out of state. In a lot of cases, a reverse mortgage is only going to get you, you know, what I don't know, two hundred sixty thousand dollars or so. You'd have to ask Ray in a state like California, and a lot of people are moving to outside of California. Got some clients selling right now. They are worth a couple million bucks selling a home in Danville for nearly a million bucks and buying a very nice house in Idaho in a beautiful area. Because a lot of people think of Idaho as potato land, right? Um, There's a lot of beautiful places in Idaho that don't grow potatoes. (laughs) A lot of uh, water, lake areas becoming a very popular place to retire. But, you know, there's, there's, for example, back on Friday in Smart Money, um, there was an article, Retire Here, Not There, Idaho. Smart Money is not my favorite publication, I will say. I think the way they hype funds and things like that is a little bit silly. But this is a pretty decent article. If you're thinking about moving out of state and Idaho is one of those places you've been looking at, good uh, good article you want to check out. Or I could send you a link to it if you email me, chat at chadburn.com. Retire there, here, not there, Idaho. So a couple of places in Idaho you might not think it, be thinking about. If you want to get your calls in there, 800-516-1220. One of the things I wanted to talk about today, well, actually, I'll do do Russ's email first. I'm I'm going to run out of time to do indexing versus active management. I'll save that for maybe next Monday. Um, But I got an email from Russ. And Russ said, what is your opinion of rolling over an IRA account into an investment condominium? 
So Russ is obviously either new to the show or hasn't uh, listened to Rob and I both on the radio, Rob, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the station, because I am not a fan in any way, shape, or form of using your IRA money to buy a rental property. A couple of reasons why. Number one, you pretty much have to do it with all cash, because if you take a loan on that property and you have positive income and there's a loan involved, you can trigger what's called UBTI or unrelated business taxable income on that IRA. It could cause your entire IRA to be taxable. And also, what if you have just enough in it to, the, to buy this property and all of a sudden you need 20000 of improvements or the condo, which I cannot, I don't like condos. I don't like them as an investment at all because you never really own them. You have you know improvement calls, you have HOAs. It just doesn't make sense to me. But what, what happens when all of a sudden you're forced to put in a bunch of money into the condo? You can't just fund an IRA with $50,000 because you've got to put the money in unless you have another rollover to do it. It's just too messy. There's too many tax breaks to own the real estate directly. So stop listening to those pitches of people trying to sell you investment condominiums with IRA dollars. Usually they're making money off the custodian fees. The, they're making money off the transaction, and they're going to charge you large annual fees to do it. Steer clear of it, in my opinion. If you want to get your calls in the air, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. You can find my company at newfocusfinancial.com. We'll be right back. Money 2.0 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back into Money 2.0. I'm your host, Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner. I've got a few minutes left in the show. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Or you can email me or just find me at newfocusfinancial.com. That's also where you can sign up for the Thursday event. First, let me tell you about Wednesday, August 1st. Rob Black and I are going to be at Miss Pearl's Restaurant and Lounge, Jacqueline and Square in Oakland from 4 to 6 and some of the other uh, people from the Money 2.0 team. So casual get-together Mix and mingle kind of a deal. I think you can just show up for that one. But Thursday night, August 2nd, 6 to 9 p.m., the retirement planning boot camp that I like to call it. If you want to find out more about that, newfocusfinancial.com or robblack.com, either place you can sign up or shoot me an email, chat at chadburton.com, and I'll put you on the list for free. It's all about retirement. So you really have to kind of build up assets to the point that within 10 years, you're going to be living off those assets or you're already retired now. And one of the things that I want to talk about that can affect retirement now, you've heard me say this before, and I stole this from a good friend of mine uh, a long time ago. Good, good buddy named Joby uh, said, those that, that, that seem to swap houses, spouses, and cars seem to be the ones that can't retire. <laughs> so one of those things, though, let's talk about swapping spouses for a minute. It happens. 55% of the time it happens. So what do you do when it comes to a divorce? I, I got an email from... Get to the right spot here. Uh, I don't. It doesn't matter who she is. So, Chad, my divorce is final. I'm supposed to receive 50% of my husband's pension payments and 350000 from his 401k. I'm not sure what to do next. How do I get the income? All right. <laughs> Number one, this shows me that you probably had kind of a bad attorney. Number two, you didn't work with a financial advisor as you're going through the process. So, 
a lot of times if you're going through a divorce situation, you've used the same financial planner and you're, you're both have been kind of tied into the financial planning relationship. Um, and the, the financial advisor is a certified financial planner. They're fee-based and they can say that they're a fiduciary. They can help advise you both through the situation. But sometimes if you're not sure or you haven't been the one with the close relationship, getting outside advice is important. And one of the things to know when you're going through a divorce is what happens at the end because you can have – you can go all the way up to trial and get the, the settlement and the court can tell you what to do or you can do it prior to that in some sort of a mediation. But the court documents nothing happens with retirement accounts until you get what's called a quadro. Qualified domestic relation order, and usually it's a, a another attorney, not not either your your attorney or the husband or the wife's attorney. It's usually another attorney that creates the quadro after the agreement's been placed. In divorce agreements, it's typically agreed to on who's going to get the quadro and pay for it. And the important thing to note that when a pension is involved, those quadros can take another pensions can take another ninety to one hundred and twenty days to process those things. So if that's the case, you need to make sure that you have income for that period of time or some sort of an agreement that uh, X spouse is going to pay Y spouse an X number of dollars until the quadro is due. So this person needs to get a financial planner, fee-based, find out where they're going to put the IRA so that they can tell the attorney that's doing the quadro what to put in the documents. Where's the funds going to go once they receive it? How much can you take? When you do to go through a divorce and go through a quadro, if you need a certain amount of money, there's a time where you can actually avoid that 10% penalty on the IRAs. You can't avoid the tax, but you can avoid the 10% penalty. So look, going through a divorce situation, make sure it's just like any other major situation or life change in life. You have to have a good team, good attorney, good CPA, good financial planner, fee-based. Don't let anybody be selling you different products or issues throughout the, the, the that process, but some good, good, solid advice. That's what you need. It's a big life-changing event. Monday, next Monday, I'll talk about how to protect kids from divorce situations as well, from their inheritance. Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend about the show. Don't forget, you can find me at newfocusfinancial.com, new website coming soon, chadburton.com. You can find me iTunes. Just go to the podcast section and type in Chad Burton, and you can subscribe to it. Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend about the show. Have a good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.